This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Yeah. Uh, so I know we gotta we have to wrap up here in, in a few minutes, but want to make sure we talk about the defense. Um, Brandon Carlo and Derek Forbert both returned to the lineup on Saturday. We found out Saturday morning. Carlo revealed that it was another concussion for him, which obviously is concerning. It's the sixth documented concussion of his career. Um, he did say, you know, this one wasn't as serious as some other ones. He wound up missing five games total. Um, but he comes back in, scores a nice goal, actually driving driving the net and finishing off a pass from Trent Frederick. Um, Forbert back in after, you know, a long time spent on on LTIR. And the corresponding moves were Mason Lorai gets sent to Providence and Johnny Beecher also gets sent to Providence. So even though the Bruins are now – one short of a full 23-man roster because Forbert makes $3 million and was on LTIR. They actually had to send two players down in order to, to activate them. So what, uh, what were kind of, what was your reaction to those, you know, those guys coming back, but also uh, Beecher and Lori being the ones to get sent down? Yeah. Beecher, I think, you know, he, he's been, the fourth line has looked better with Boquist. And can you put Beecher on a wing? Sure. But I have, I guess to answer your question, in short, I have no issue with Beecher going down for now because you have to continue to earn your spot, especially as a rookie. And don't forget, Boquist is a NHL caliber player. Started the year in Providence, obviously, but you know he's he has games under his belt at the NHL level, and he has point production under his belt at the NHL level. Um I would look it up right now, but I, I don't want to waste time. But I, I'm sure Boquist might have a 15, 20 point season under his belt at some point. Um, Laura, I did not like. Uh, you know, I, I I I hate the idea of him going down to Providence if it's just purely transactional and it's short term, whatever. But I think he's been a, a solid fixture and a very important player um, to the Bruins back end this year. Uh, he he's very much been a part of their success, and what what disappoints me most is that we all know that skill and, and offensive creativity is Lorai's strengths, ironically as a defenseman, but he, but physically and defensively, he was improving with every game. And I don't like the idea of sending down a player while they're on an incline and improving and to make room for Derek Forber. I get it. I know. I, I understand I, th- there's probably reasons contractually and cap wise why it just has to be done. But I also think it comes to the expense of Parker Watherspoon, who we talked about last episode too. And, you know, I, I'm looking at two guys in Grizzly and Forbert and two guys in Laura and Watherspoon, and I'd rather the, the Watherspoon and, and Laura in the lineup right now over Forbert and Grizzly. <laughs> so that's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, on on 
Beecher, uh, yeah, I think he was kind of the natural choice up front. Um, He can go down without waivers. So even though I think maybe he might bring, you know, actually I think he does bring more to the table than Oscar Steen. Steen would have had to clear waivers. My guess is he probably would have. I don't think he would have gotten claimed, but it's so close. and, And you might be talking about the 13th forward that, you know, you might as well play it safe and send down a guy who doesn't need waivers and who needs to play more. Like being a 13th forward up in Boston, I don't think would be all that valuable for Beecher. Like send him down to Providence, let him keep playing, let him work on the, on really his all around game. I mean, I keep, you kind of said this earlier and like, I almost have to keep correcting myself. Like, yes, the offensive part of it, but there were things to be desired in his defensive game as well. Like, you love the faceoffs. He he's been their best or second best faceoff man all year, um, but that alone doesn't keep you in the lineup. So he he has stuff he can work on. That's fine. Steen's twenty five. He's he's a little bit more at a point where he kind of is what he is. You don't necessarily need him playing every day for developmental purposes. Um, on the blue line, I, I said this last episode, like. I didn't, no one, no one deserved to come out of the lineup. No one deserved to get sent down. So it, it is kind of just a tough situation where, you know, you can't, like, you can't keep forward on LTIR if he's healthy and clear to play. You're, you know, a player might play the game with you for a little bit where it's like, hey, can you be patient? We're going to really play it safe. We have some things we have to work out. You know, I think this happened a little bit with Taylor Hall last year, if you remember, like, at one point there's that leak through Darren Dreger that Taylor Hall had been cleared, but was still on LTIR. Like at some point you're going to run into NHLPA issues. If you just try to stash a guy on LTIR um, because no one wants to like Derek Forbert doesn't want to sit there and be like, okay, I'm ready to play, but what I have to stay on LTIR. So Mason Laura, I can keep playing like, no, thanks. I'm ready to play. Um, so some, someone had to go. And I think, it, I think Grizzlick's been playing better, so he's going to stay in the lineup. He's on the roster. Maybe there's a trade coming at some point, but I don't think there's anything imminent there. So it had to be either Lori or, or Wotherspoon. And uh, Lori can go back and forth without waivers. Wotherspoon, because he he was technically an emergency recall this whole time, um, actually could have been sent back down, but then the next time he got called up, he would have needed waivers. So no matter what, you'd eventually run into a waiver situation with him and the way he's playing. I, you know, I think he deserves to be here. Like he's played really well. I think he's kind of an ideal six, seventh defenseman who can fit in anywhere, can play either side uh, defensively responsible. And, you know, I guess similar to Beecher, like you do want Lori playing every game. You want him playing every night. That's ultimately what's going to be best. So if he was going to be, in and out of the lineup or not playing every day, um, you know, you, you probably have to send him down, but yeah, I I'm with you though. Like he, he was playing better. I think he did sewing. Um, so it's, it's unfortunate. eBay motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive. That's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. 
no one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Uh, yeah, Scott, you, you kind of broke up there at the end. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think what you were saying was that, yeah, he, like it's unfortunate because everybody involved was playing well. Um, I mean, do you think that – do you think their best top six right now is – uh, personnel wise is Lindholm, McAvoy, Carlo, Lorai, Wabaspoon, and Shattenkirk. I mean, that's how I, again, I, injuries happen. It's not a big deal for half of the season. Um, but I, I do think that's kind of their, it's not their most experienced, but so I don't want to discredit Grizzlick and Forbert's NHL 10 years. That's disrespectful because they have proven to be solid NHL players. Um, but right now, I kind of like that 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 six defenseman personnel. But again, it's not the end of the world. It is what it is, and a lot of it's a gamesmanship and semantics and hurdles you have to jump over as an NHL GM. Yeah, I. It's so close that like I don't. Like if I'm being honest, I think over the last maybe week and a half, two weeks. I do think Grizzlick's probably played a little bit better of an all-around game than, than Lorai, but it, it's really close. And like, that's a, it's a credit to both of them, honestly, because Grizzlick had really been struggling the first half of the season. And I think has started to find his game again. Um, I thought him and him and Mac have, now look, it's, it's a nine, four game. It's Montreal. They're not a playoff team, but him and McAvoy were dominant when they were on the ice Saturday. Um, they were a plus three, and, and the Lindholm Carlo pairing was also a plus three as a pairing. Um, I, I, it's tough. Like I, I do think Wotherspoon's probably playing. I'm gonna say he's playing better than Forber right now. Like Forber looks rusty, but it's also his first game in a month and a half. Um, you're gonna give him a chance to shake off the rust and, and try to get going here. So Wotherspoon would probably be in for me, and then Loride versus Grizzly would be very close. Um, and that's where like Laura loses out just because he's, he's younger and he can go down without waivers and that's unfortunate, but it's part of the business and he's not, it's not the first time it's happened with him this year. And it's not the first time it's happened with a young player in general. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, you know, barring any sort of trade that we don't know about um, one way or another, these guys are all going to have their, their fingerprints on what happens to the Bruins this year. Good, good, bad or indifferent. Um, before we go, Scott, also worth mentioning Brad Marchand's 11th consecutive 20 goal season as a Bruin. Is that correct? And that's a, uh, yeah. it's a team record. Yep. It broke a three-way tie. He, uh, Bergeron and Johnny Busick also had 10 in a row. So he broke that tie. And of course he gets asked about it after the game. And the first thing he says is it's too bad we had that lockout year or, or it'd be my whole career, which is true. He, yeah. he would have hit 20 that year too. Um, so yeah, a little unfortunate. He's got 13 total now, but uh, 11 straight. So just, wow. just an impressive feat. Just you know, a nod to 
to his consistency year, year after year. And obviously he's had quite a few seasons that have gone well above 20 and this will be another, you know, he's got 20 through 45 games. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, that's an impressive run. Yeah. I mean, especially, especially in a year like this for them, it's their centennial season, a, a season of honoring and, and celebrating the last 100 years of the franchise. And to do so in, in this year is really, is really special. And, you know, another another feather in his cap as an all-time Bruin you know obviously a top 100 player um I think he made the all Bruins team as well right yep so I mean <clears throat> just between him and Pasternak you know witnessing you know, we, we get to watch some of the greatest Bruins to ever do it um but okay so yeah so Scott you mentioned that they got the Jets on Monday that's a great game um and yeah uh, I think that probably wraps it up right yeah I think so uh only league note, this is just going to be fun to watch how this goes, is <laughs> Patrick Waugh is the new head coach of the New York Islanders, Lou Lamorello with classic, you know, big Lou midseason bomb toss, just firing his coach and bringing in Patrick Waugh. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, that's going to be fascinating. That's a team that obviously has really been struggling recently and quickly falling out of the playoff race, trying to, trying to save their season. And I guess, mm. you know, obviously hoping this does it, but they got to, they got to screw and bolt down those, those middle glass stanches between benches <laughs> down over there in, in long Island. Um, I'm sure Patrick Wall will have a wonderful time and have no headaches at all. Trying to coach an offensively <laughs> challenged Islanders team historically, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- this year defense has been their problem. That, that team has been awful defensively. Like if you look at the analytics, it's so it, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I I don't know if he can save them, but going to be mm-hmm. fascinating to watch him try. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And what the very last note from me, people watch uh, Bridget on the Beanpot final call Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, women's Women's Beanpot, BU versus Northeastern. So go Terriers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a great great couple of weeks of hockey coming up. Um, Scott has his Terriers playing the Eagles and some back to backs before the Beanpot um, for the men's Beanpot. Um, That'll be fun to watch, and yeah, just a, uh, January, February is a great time for for hockey in uh, in the, in the Massachusetts and New England area. So, um, yeah, that wraps it up for Scott and I. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful work week, and we will talk to you guys on Wednesday.